Pad on puck. Pad on puck. Doesn't matter. Pad on puck. Oh well. Pad <laughs> on puck. No, I can't do that. Welcome to Pad on Puck. Yeah, yeah. What? Peyton, Adam, and Dan discussing Pokemon, Overwatch, and comics. Oh well. <laughs> A pop culture and video gaming podcast. No, you can't use that one. <laughs> I that's that a, a good call take. Back. I know that's, that's a, a callback. They just heard it. They just yeah, heard our theme song. I know. So that's, that's our totally not copywritten theme song. Not uh, at all. What do you guys? You can't about? sue us. Hey. Yeah, they can't. I mean, probably not. I don't uh, know. We, we don't have. I mean, they, I, what are, we, what are they going to take? They could take my hair out. What do they want? I, I do not have a lot of leafy. Yeah, I do yeah. not have a lot of them sweet leafy <laughs> Right, intern Molly. Intern Molly, as for always. her college credit, she's back. Because if you listen to the episode that came out before this, our special DC fan episode, intern Molly Good was cutoff. remote learning through the Zoom. Through the Zoom. Through the Zoom. And now she's back. And now intern Molly is back. Isn't that right, intern Molly? Give us a shout out. Good. Yeah. Good. Good. <laughs> Intern Molly, we got a thumbs up, and that's good enough. That's participation for her college credit. For her college credit, unpaid college intern. That's hard. Whole credit. A whole credit. credit. Almost said something awful. Oh well, don't do that. Don't do that. (laughs) A whole butt credit. (laughs) Yes. All right. Good. So so we're here talking about our favorite things. We back. We back. We back up in it. We're talking about the P, which is Pokemon. Peyton. (laughs) How dare you forget me? Okay, so he's 5'10"? 5'9"? He's 5'9". He's got blonde hair. No, I'm 5'10". You're right. He's a little colorblind, and that's fine. Um, Oh, more than a little. No, I'm definitely. Anyway, so so the P is... Pokemon. Again, we discussed (laughs) Salmon Brand. Two strikes. That's the S. Throwback. The S. Throwback. The Salmon Brand. Throwback to the special episode, which I hope you listen to. Please listen to the special episode. Why? Yeah. Why wouldn't you? Yeah. If you didn't pause this episode, go back to listen to that episode and then come back to this episode. So you'll get the reference right away. Yes. But we do have some very exciting things to talk about in the world of Pokemon. Pokemon! So, first and foremost, Pikachu! We gotta catch them all. We gotta catch them all. And I want to throw this out there. The uh, tears have shifted once again. Ooh, so uh, in tears and com- what? In the competitive battle scene, of course. Okay. The okay, Smogon okay. competitive battle scene. Okay. Uh, ah, there so Landorus. Landorus. Well, Landorus. there is no Lando yet. <gasps> yeah. I know. God so, bless no Lando. So once he's back, I love <laughs> doing that. Doing a Ric Flair dance. Ric Flair. Woo! The nature boy. The nature boy. Rick so Flag. we have in our OU, oh, our overused, uh, Clefable. <laughs> we'll get to that. Is now the number one used Pokemon in all of competitive battling. That makes sense. I'm At shocked. Thirty-seven percent. Thirty-seven percent of people run of all competitive teams have a Clefable. Wow. That is a lot. That is a lot. Based yeah. on the fact that there are what nine hundred Pokemon. Yeah. For that one to get thirty-seven like, percent usage. Instant Clefable. Yeah. Right. Uh, number two, we have Rillaboom because that Grassy Glide. Yeah. Grassy glide. And yep. number three, we have really Dragapult. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's hard to beat that. It's hard yeah. to beat. Uh, some interesting tier shifts. We have uh, Aegislash, Gengar, and Primarina 
all coming up to OU. Wow. Okay. I know. So they have all gone up at least 6% in their usage. Cool. Nice. Which pulls them up a tier, mm -hmm. which love is it. great. I'm happy to see Gengar do well. Yes, I love Gengar. Right, yeah, Gengar is wonderful. And, 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 well, and Primaria. Yeah. I've loved uh, Gengar since I played my first game, which was Pokemon Blue. Mine was also Pokemon Blue. I liked Gengar when I played Pokemon Pearl, my first game. Get oh. out of here. <laughs> oh. But I also liked Aegislash. Um, another startling jump is from never used all the way up to overused, we have Ditto. Ditto? Most likely the imposter choice scarf Ditto, mm -hmm. but very fascinating. Yeah, that's crazy. It is. It is. So, um, I was asked an interesting question. Okay. All right, and... Ooh, we're doing the we're doing the fan question doing, right well, away. We're doing the fan question because it's a Pokemon-related yeah, question. Fan question. And I thought fan it was a nice... Mail. Here's a question. Yeah. yeah. You like it? I did. I was inspired. I was inspired. No, and I thought so. This is from Teresa M. Hi, oh. Teresa. Hi, Hi Teresa. Uh, Teresa oh. M. <laughs> and she asked, "Okay, if we are new to the world of Pokemon, okay, and we want to jump in, okay, what would be a good way to jump in?" And I thought that's head a, first. That's a, head first. Head first <laughs> into the world of Pokemon. Uh, you, use headbutt. No. And headbutt. make them flinch. Very rarely should you actually jump head first. Let that be a warning. Don't actually okay. jump Don't head actually first. jump head first. Unless you have a hard head. Into the unknown. Uh, I have two answers. Okay. I think there are two very significant options. All right. There is, if you want to get into the video game and the battling and stuff, is to, I would just say, go with Sword and Shield. All right. They're the newest game. And that is on the Switch. On the Nintendo Switch. Okay. It gives you the gameplay that you would get in all the other games. So it introduced you to the original mechanics of Pokemon. The, the four moves, the team of six, you travel around, you battle quote-unquote gym leaders mm -hmm. and move up through the ranks to become the champion at the end. Mm -hmm. There's always a world-ending overarching story that you get involved in, mm -hmm. which would is a great way because it, it's, it handholds you in the beginning. It, it introduces does. how it does. to catch Pokemon, yeah. how to battle, type advantages, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. It has some built-in mechanics which help you Yeah. Uh, when you're battling. If you've already beat the Pokemon, it'll tell you which of your moves are effective, not effective, super effective type of stuff. Yeah. Um, it'll display stat changes. But if that and getting a Switch is a little too much, a great place because everyone, almost everyone, let me catch myself there, has a smartphone. That's right. Yeah. And with that smartphone, you for free... Because with the Switch, there is a high overcost because you have the cost of the Switch system if you don't already have it, and then the game. The game mm -hmm. itself. But if you have a smartphone for free, you can get Pokemon Go. I agree. Yeah. Pokemon Go. Which you can play on your phone wherever you go. Right. Yeah. I didn't want to go there, but I did. But you did. Yeah, nice fun. So it'll, it'll introduce <laughs> you to Pokemon. You will see battling. You will see the type advantages. Some of it's slightly different than the main series games. But it's a great place for people to understand the most basic concept of Pokemon, which is to travel around, encounter monsters, catch those monsters, and befriend those monsters. Absolutely. Yeah. I think Pokemon Go is a great jumping off point. Um, I will also caveat that with, if you do have Pokemon Go and you're finding that you love it and you want to branch into a main series game, but you're still maybe a little unsure, the Let's Go series yes. was also a great... Uh, dipping a toe, you know? Mm -hmm. Yes, absolutely. It so, was, which is also available on the Nintendo, Nintendo Switch. Switch. Mm -hmm. So Pokemon Let's Go Eevee and Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu uh, fully interacts with your Pokemon Go on yep. your phone. 
and it's a great way that you can get familiar with these cool magical animals and you know really get a sense of what's going on here with and then pocket with these pocket monsters monsters yes. in your pocket. pocket yes and you get all of the familiarity of the catching system and kind of how you how you obtain the pokemon from pokemon go but it does introduce you into the a little more complex battle system that the Pokemon main series yes. is used to. Okay. So you get to that. experience both sides of that. Mm -hmm. And Where's and you get going? to understand like what that side looks like. So that way when you transition... Yes. Um, <laughs> a Tails. When you transition into playing <laughs> Sword and Shield, you have that experience already coming in. Wow. So you feel a little more... Um, a little more expert in it sure. than you did before. As well as um, you can take Pokemon from Pokemon Go, transfer them from into Let's Go. <laughs> yes. You, you <laughs> Some take of them, them don't have mothers. I know. Yeah. I know. They it's a whole thing they with Cubone. It's a whole thing. It is a whole thing. Cubone. Um, Look up the Cubone story. Very sad. Very sad. Um, but so you they can take these Pokemon from Pokemon Go, transfer them into Let's Go, as well as then you have the ability to transfer Pokemon from Let's Go into Sword and Shield. So you can carry those Pokemon and get used to taking them with you kind of throughout these games as they come out. Absolutely. Nice. Um, so now, think... if you um, if you are familiar with video games, though, and if you're a especially a JRPG type Ooh. person, and then most likely you do have a Switch, yeah. then I would also suggest ju just jumping right into Sword and Shield. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But a uh, fantastic question from yes. Teresa M. Absolutely. Yes. So thank you so much for that. That's Teresa with no H. No H. So it's Teresa. Yes. Because uh, that's our pet on Pac fan mail. Yeah! Thank you, Intern Molly. Intern Molly applause. Yeah, applause. she inserted that. She know, did. Too. She's going to put it right And so, there. Um, <laughs> in keeping with tradition, though, I did want to ask you guys uh, a question. Oh, okay. Question. Yes, question just a little time. question about some Pokemon-related... Okay, bring it on. Well, Pokemon related Master. Whatnot. Yes. Yes. yes, okay. So, this will I've be... i played Pearl. You have... you played a lot of games. <laughs> no, i played... I've Your played first game was Pearl. Yes. <laughs> So, um, I will, I will pose this to you too. Okay. I want to know. Can I upload it and download you it? You can upload it and download it. Do I, can I skip the ad after five seconds? Um, you, no, but you have to share. That's the oh, thing. I know. Do I have to like, subscribe and smash the like button? Yes. And you, you have know, to absolutely demolish the demo like You have to break <laughs> your freaking screen. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's, that's you're posting this question you're posting on this question on YouTube. Um, here is my question. <laughs> Of the two of you, okay? Okay. Which is your favorite psychic Pokemon? Because you know mine, and my favorite Pokemon type is psychic. Okay. Yes. So, it is also psychic month now. It is also psychic like, month. Oh, they are celebrating psychic month. Yes. And so I want you guys to think about that. And while you guys think about that, I want to talk a little about what's going on in the world of Pokemon Go. Okay. So in Pokemon Go, we have mega evolutions. Pokemon Go to the movies was a thing. It <laughs> was. To the polls. And Hillary Clinton did say, Pokemon Go to the polls. She said that. That she was did. my Hillary. Wasn't that good? I know. It's like she's right here. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, my Woo! God. Intern Molly's clapping for Thank you. Thank you. So, Intern Molly, stop. She's so kind. She is. One college credit for you. One more stick of celery. Crunch. But... So in the world of Pokemon Go, we have Mega Evolutions introduced. Mega Evolutions are very cool. They are temporary evolutions that 
certain Pokemon can undergo and they become much, much more powerful. Currently, we have Mega Blastoise, Mega Venusaur, Mega Charizard, and Mega Beedrill. And there's even an in-game quest that will help you get a Mega Beedrill. There have been some changes in mechanics already, right. as the only way to get Mega Energy needed to evolve these Mega Pokemon is to encounter them in raids. And raids, as we all know, or you don't, but you're listening, and now you're discovering. Discovery is good. Yep. Raids are temporary, and they cycle. So mm -hmm. sometimes you will not always have the same raids around. But if the only way to get a Mega Blastoise energy is to do the Mega Blastoise raids, it kind of makes you have to hoard Mega Blastoise energy. It's true. And so mm -hmm. it would appear that uh, Niantic and the Pokemon Company are trying to make changes to that. They have lowered the cost of Mega Evolving a Pokemon after it has already Mega Evolved once. Remember, it is a temporary thing. It takes four hours Only to four. come back to normal. Yes. But you get max CP. But you get max CP. Your um, attack power. Your combat attack power, power is huge. Yes, yeah, so I can't combat, combat power. power. And it's a C and a P. Yeah, so yeah, that yeah, is, yeah. that's very cool. Yep. But, um... I like that they're they're changing a little bit. Mm -hmm. I kind of wish, and hopefully we'll see this, that we can get the energy while walking because we can get candy. Yeah. So for those of you that don't know, in Pokemon Go, you need candy to evolve Pokemon, and you can get the candy by catching Pokemon of a specific type to boost up your Pokemon. And you need a, you need the candy to boost up their CP. Mm -hmm. um, and so I'm hoping that they introduce a mechanic that you can go walk around, and Absolutely. as you gain kilometers on your phone and on your legs, it's good for you, kids. Uh, get up and go. Get up and go. Get up in Pokemon Go. To the movies. To the poles. Oh. 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 Rats. Rats. Pokemon Go to the poles. Raditas. Raditas. Rattatas. Raticates. Oh. Pat rats. Oh. 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 Pidgey. Pidgey. Pidgey <laughs> Weedle. Weedle Pidgey. But, um... Just took a turn. Yes. So they are changing some of the Pokemon uh, Mega Evolution energy mechanics, hopefully for the better. We'll see as it keeps going. But uh, Niantic and Pokemon Go seem to be very receptive to fan suggestions and their customers in general. So it's a it's a good thing to see. Yeah, absolutely. So now I've talked about that. Now, boys, I want to ask you, my dearest friends, yes. who is your favorite of my favorite type? Uh, I will start with Adam. Oh, me. Yes. You're on my right side. No, so that's I'm on I the gestured. wrong side. No, on the left side. No, you're on my right. No, left. No, this look, if you, make, little... if, you make, if you make the yeah. L with your hand. Oh, yeah, that's if you make two, two L's, L's with your hand. If you make two yeah. L's with your hand. Then they're both yeah. backwards. Yes. <laughs> that's how I would tell my right to my left. Um, I would make two L's. You would write with your left? So you're on my left right now. I can't write, period. Has anyone ever seen my handwriting? It is like... It is like, I might as well be doing it with my nose. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> let me just write something for you. Um, my favorite psychic type, and I'm going to look up the exact thing, because I want to make sure I get this right, because it is just a gem of a psychic type. And, okay, now I, I understand, now, Mr. Mind, but, like, who's your other favorite? <laughs> no. It's the hands best. freak me out. The hands... Do I freak you out? I have yeah. very large hands. But, like, you have, like, human hands. He's got, like, his five fingers look like they're all the same finger. I got spooky witch okay, hands. Okay, are you ready? I'm yes, gonna I am you. ready. I'm gonna, see if you, I'm gonna see how well you know your psychic types. Oh, gosh. Okay, it put me on the spot. the multiplying Pokemon. Multiplying Pokemon? The multiplying Pokemon. Okay. Ooh, I want to play this game. It Hold was on. originally introduced in black and white. Um, is it... 
Uh, Reuniclus? Yes, it is. Yes! All right. I love Reuniclus. Thank you. I was that I was thinking that was it, but... Morpheus just... He's got a suit of armor. He A suit does. of psychic goo armor. It's so cool. Goo armor, if you will. he starts as just like Shorma. this little... Shorma. A little cell. Yes, he starts as a cell. A cell of Solosis. A Solosis. And then he splits and multiplies and then becomes Reuniclus and looks like this little alien child inside a soup bubble he does he's and very cool he's also one of my favorites so good for you yes because i i go back and forth because okay my heart malamar is also way up there oh, i yeah. love malamar but it's kind of obvious it's a dark psychic type i mean fun fact for those also listening. victini too oh oh victini oh legendaries oh those are, but yeah but like I, we're going yet. like that's why i figured is that we were okay. we weren't going to do mythicals or legendaries okay. uh, okay, fun good. fact for those listening a malamar to evolve it, you ready for this? You had it's a topsy turvy Pokemon. Yeah. So you had to turn your game device yes. upside down you still to evolve do. it. Isn't you that so cool? You have to put your switch upside down. You have to put your switch upside down to evolve it. Or won't evolve. Isn't that so fantastic? You have to It'll physically do that. It'll stay young forever. It'll stay young forever. It'll be a little inkay. Yeah. Inkay. Inkay. Inkay is great too. Oh yeah. Oh, I love Pokemon. All right, Payton. Payton, <laughs> go. Uh, Adam and I are going to see if we can guess which Pokemon that you're. Okay, so I will say, right off the bat, for the longest time, it was Girafferig. Just because I liked the... I liked Girafferig. Like, sure. I liked the design of it. I just thought it was a really cool Pokemon. That is Molly's favorite psychic-type Pokemon, she's saying. Yeah, so good. I almost messed that up. Psychic Pokemon. I want to say psychic-type Pokemon. <laughs> so, I hate myself. But my new favorite one, it's the seven-spot Pokemon. Oh, Oh, I know. I know who it is. Do you know who it is? No. All right. Um, it is Orbeetle. Yeah. Yeah. See? Oh. Um, bug I, Psychic. Bug Psychic. I love... Also the, one of my favorites. Yes. I love that it's a bug type. Love the design of it. Love its Gigantamax. Can you tell the like, folks at home what the Gigantamax is? It's a giant UFO. It, it turns is. into a big UFO bug. It's great. It no. has a little searchlight. It does. I, I think it's just such a cool Pokemon. Like, right off the bat, you can get the little blip bug, and as you, like, start to evolve them, take them along, I'm like, I'm curious to see what this yes. little bug turns into. I agree. That was the exact same way I felt, too. Yeah, and he flies and he just floats everywhere. So cool. He's got spooky, swirly eyes yes. and a big, uh, a creepy smile. And his little body, his little yeah. body, but and giant wings. Shells. Yeah, and his little body is attached like just to the front of him, so it just kind of dangles. But he yeah, has yeah. giant shell. He's great. Love, it. Love him. So that's good. So uh, those playing at home, please uh, feel free to message me your favorite psychic type. I would yeah. love if it was in the comments your favorite psychic type and maybe maybe why. Um, maybe why it's Mr. Mime and why his hands are not off-putting, but they're beautiful. <laughs> to those of us with very large hands, um, to those of us who are sensitive bad. about this. To those of us that are sensitive about having big hands, Peyton. Big hands. Big hands. Um, I can clap watch. with one hand. Did you guys know that? I'm going to demonstrate. No, look, no, watch. You can't see it at You're home, folks. you using a second hand. I am not using a I'm second hand. I'm cheating. No, he's just clapping. I'm doing with it. With one hand. I hate both. <laughs> no, I love you both. Yeah. And that is our very exciting Pokemon news today. Woo! So thank you for your opinions. Absolutely. Thank you for answering Teresa M's question. Absolutely. Anytime. And please I feel hope, free to write in. Please feel free to write. Where can they write in? Letters to pad at gmail.com. Now is that to like T O O? Nope. It is not T O, it's not T W O, it is the number 
two. Ah, it's actually T O O O O O. It's two path. Let, no, no, no it's not. we lost count of those. Letters the character two pad. Yes. At gmail.com. I'm a character. At aol.com. <laughs> Intern Molly's a character. Yes, right she is. now. <laughs> Thank you, Intern Molly. <laughs> Inter Molly is looking at me like, wrap it up, Dan. Yeah, she's like, stop talking, Stop Dan. talking. You've said enough. You've been talking for 20 minutes, just you, kiddo. And I'm like, I know. No, I know. we've all been joining. I in know, but it's, it's been it's me. A co- just, it's a collaboration. It's a, co- it's a collab. Stop. Oh. Collaborate and listen. Ice is back with a brand new edition. Something. Something. Guys, are hold me tightly. Oh, okay, okay. 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 Yeah, yeah, sure. That's just two seconds. He will sue. Vanilla Ice needs money. He will sue. He is flipping property. <laughs> On that note, uh, can we throw it over to the Overwatch section uh, of our little podcast? I just want to hand it real gently to Jared, you. Here's the mic. You were throwing the mic here's around the mic. earlier. Yeah, we, we did, if you listen to our very special episode podcast, we were throwing the mic. We have since been yelled at yeah. by intern mom. We're damaging the equipment. And our technicians. They yeah. have reprimanded us, yes. slapped us on the wrist. So it's, it is a gentle um, hand. A gentle hand. A gentle fist like Neji. Yes. yes, exactly. There you are. Yes. Th- how's that? So, Who knows what that's from? It's time to talk. It's from Naruto. It is from Naruto. Oh, um, I was going to say One Piece. Wow. Failure. Yikes. It's um, only legendary. No, that's too much, too. Kirsten Dunst ruined Spider-Man 3. <laughs> Go on. You're still on that. I am. It's He's been a hold week on to that still forever. on that. It has been a week, and I. It's, it's been 10 years, and I will never forget <laughs> her coming on stage and warbling like a... Like a drunk bird. <laughs> so the O yeah. in Pat on Pot stands for... Obviously, I hate <laughs> Both of those are correct answers, but also incorrect. So, yes, but also no. No, the O stands for Overwatch, which is a video game that we all play and we yes, like to we talk do. about. We play it If you regularly. listen to our podcast, you know we like to talk about it. Absolutely. Um, so... I, I always try to start off with some of the character changes with some of the... They make um, so many changes. Yes. yes, they do. Especially as of recent. They've they been do. They do. a lot of changes. They really do. Um, to like Peter the... Brady. Huh. Yes. Going through the changes. <laughs> as you remember that? <laughs> no, I do. When it's time I do. to change. It's just, that was like, that was way Thank left you. field. And we like, are into what you're gonna be. Sha-na-na-na-na-na-na-na. I hate your sentence. Okay, go on. <laughs> Oh. Derailed. So also, Miss Dunst, if you're listening, you know it. You do. <laughs> so we have some character changes, some shifts to the overall meta. Um, a lot of them, a lot of one, um, and but not all like really big. Um, it's uh, across the board. It's a lot of like ammo being reduced, or mm. if there are any characters that have special secondary fire, the ammo cost is higher. Um, gotcha. so it's to kind of um just play around with some things. Two really big ones of note that I think um, for snipers, like I said, a lot of the ammo has been shifted down for them, but specifically for Widowmaker, her charge shot now costs more ammo. I think it went from costing three to five. Oh. Um, so she will run out of ammunition more quickly. In addition to that, her sniper fire now has a damage drop-off. So any, any person over wow. 60 meters outside of her... Um, sniper range, the damage goes down pretty significantly. I wow. want to say it's about like fifty percent. Like it is, it's drop. Wow. Um, wow. No, so. that that is huge because you know before you could get some widow uh, takeouts from across the whole map. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so now widow has to play a little closer. A little, She's a sniper. Yeah. That's 
That's interesting. I, I assume it's a very fair balance, but... Yeah, I'm sure. And given what we've seen in... Because a lot of these changes usually kind of correspond to the pro league. Um, it really hasn't defeated a lot of people from playing Widow. Sure. We still see a lot of uh, Widow play. So I think it's... Mm-hmm. I, as much as I think it's a big um, change, I don't think it's hurting them too much. Okay. Yeah. No. Um, but but it, I will be curious to see... Um, how that plays out coming forward, and specifically since we're um, we're into some pretty big stuff like pro wise, yeah. Um, if that's going to create any what would have been a game changing play, if that yeah. no longer can be the case, absolutely. It's a very good point because a, a surprising snipe at the beginning of a team fight can completely shift things, right? Mm-hmm. And so now that you don't get that same damage output yeah. if you're too far away, um. It can have huge ramifications in a whole kind of team battle. In addition, being a DPS character and you only get two, if you're if you're closer now, that makes you a more readily available target. So yep. if you're gone, that's that's DPS that's gone. That's yeah. damage that you're losing. That's those picks that you're not getting it's anymore. It's an easy shift from a six v six to a six v five like that. Right, and she, you know, I mean, she is really effective at long range. But like, as soon as you get within her, like as soon as you get close range, you know, she loses a lot of her ability to play in the way that you want her to. Right. So it forces the team to kind of have to cover her more now, whereas before they could be like, eh, what I was doing when yeah, she she's over there. Yeah. So you would leave her alone way back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So now she's a widow. She wants to be alone anyway. You know? yeah. <laughs> I don't know if she wants to be alone. She's a widow maker. She's she likes widow making maker. other people. I mean, she's a black widow spider. That's her yeah, whole thing. That's her, she, literally her whole thing. That's her whole thing. But yeah, that being the Is biggest that one. That's her whole thing. That's her whole thing. And her she's French. Thing. French. That's also her whole thing. Yeah. Wee oui, wee. Yeah. Oui. That's a lot of croissant. Oui. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so, Widowmaker, that's the biggest change. <laughs> uh, the the next change is we have um Orisa. They made some changes to her last time that we discussed in one of our podcasts. Yep. What has changed is the her halt ability which is the orb she shoots out, the yes. pulls enemies in, yeah. they've pretty much gone back on the changes for. Oh. So they they realized that what they did with it made it very difficult to use and not really as reliable anymore. So they've since gone back on it. Um, mm. Which hasn't really changed a lot of the play rate of her from what I've seen. Um, it As someone who plays tanks, it I am very happy that those changes were made because Halt can be such a very powerful team ability if you can line that up with an ultimate or mm-hmm. you know a really powerful strike like that can be devastating yeah. sure. so like it kind of took away a lot of what made her character what does her halt ability do so you shoot out um this giant energy orb and once it um gets nearby um certain players these little beams will attach to them once you use the ability again it will suck them all into a controlled spot so it oh. It is a way to condense the team. So like mm-hmm. a mini Zarya alt. Yes, okay. and and crowd control. Even. And so Even. what people have seen a lot of is you you would use Baptiste in his damage boost. You would have her shoot that through, group up the entire enemy team, and then a Reinhardt um, hammer strike, shoot that forward, and it just wrecks through wow. entire oh, wow. teams of people. An interesting... Uh, that's a that's quite a combo. Yes. Whoa. Ooh. Like the pizza pretzel like ones. Pretzel? Yes. yes. Cheese in the middle. Yes, a combo. Oh, interesting yes. combos. Um, but it was it required a lot of team coordination, but if you could get it... 
if you could get it right. Like a salmon brand combo. Yeah. Salmon huh. brand. Patent pending. Patent pending. Check it out. So other than that, a lot of the changes were really small. But I think little tweaks here and there. Yeah. Little yeah. little yeah. tiny things. Um but so far, we haven't seen that effect too much, and especially um, co- going forward with the playoffs, which is the next thing I want to talk about. Yes, Ooh. the playoffs. The Overwatch League has officially started their 2020 playoffs. We are yes. cruising on in to the grand finale to see who will be our grand champions this year. Crazy. Um, lots of really cool matches so far. We've had two days of matches, lots of, lots of pretty straightforward matches, but we've also had some upsets. We've had some crazy things. Now... A statistic that I found that I thought was hilarious and also very fascinating is the Overwatch League had a competition where you would make a bracket for who you thought was going to win. If you had a perfect like bracket. March Madness. Yeah, exactly. Like March. Like a lot Crazy. of other sports will do. Yeah. Um if you <laughs> if you like had, a February frolic. I don't know. <laughs> if you had a perfect bracket, you could win a hundred thousand dollars. Whoa. It's a big deal. That's, that's a, a lot, lot of money. money. That's it's a, a lot, lot of money. I thought you were gonna go there. I didn't yeah, I did. stayed on course. The first match <laughs> of the North American League was Boston Uprising versus uh-huh. the Houston Outlaws. A lot of people Boston hasn't been playing too well this year. Um mm. and and they've been really struggling to kind of come into their own it's those um, accents yeah it, it makes it really hard they're to packing the cat in the garage it's because um, they threw all the tea in the water they That's, threw yeah. all the tea in and the now water. they have to pay for it now they yeah. gotta drink their tea um in out the of water. the water exactly and that doesn't taste good they're all That's jazzed disgusting. up they're all jazzed up on the caffeine no jazz is in new orleans yeah. no jazz is in new you orleans. fool um but so they've been really struggling <laughs> so a lot of people most people in fact expected them not to win Surprise, they had a total upset victory on the Houston Outlaws. Wow. This ruined, and I'm not exaggerating on this statistic, 94.8% of people's brackets. Wow. wow. Of all in of one. Yeah, in, in one, one match. One match. Right away, 94.8% of people no longer get to compete for winning $100,000 because Boston Uprising surprisingly pulled it together for one game. Okay. And great. Like, I think that's awesome. That reduced it down to 5.2 playable brackets still. Wow. And that, continuing forward, we've had more matches now. I think there are only two brackets still in the running. Yes. At so the, two individuals. Two individuals. Or two, bra- two individual brackets. Yes. yes are the only ones that are still in the competition. That is so within just the first two days of this competition... That competition itself got absolutely demolished, and it's all thanks to Boston Uprising. Yes. Well, it was quite the uprising. Yeah. Uh-huh. uh-huh. But I think, I think it's going to be a really interesting playoff. Yeah. I think everything that we've seen so far this year has proved that nothing is set in stone. This Any Anyone can pull ahead and be a huge contender in this. Um, yeah, you just grab the hair and you just, just don't pull, pull the hair. You can't pull the hair. It's don't, against the rules. Yeah, it's against the rules. Don't do it. No, it's a controlled thing. I'm really moving my head. Oh, You're okay. just holding my hair. So, Looks uh, stage yeah, combat. Stage combat. Stage combat. Yeah. Um, stage so, given the, given our thoughts, given what we've watched on the Overwatch League so far, I have some questions. All right. Ooh, question um, time. The first one is, who do you think overall you will? Who do you think is going to win it? Who do you think is going to be? our grand champion in the very end. Other other question for that too mm-hmm. yeah. is who would you want to? Because we all we all have favorite teams. Oh yes we do. Um, okay. which we will we should also discuss. Um 
but who do we think is going to win versus who do we who would we really like to win? Because unfortunately, sometimes those are different answers. Alrighty. Okay, so I'm gonna say that overall, I I don't foresee uh, the Philadelphia Fusion not winning it. I okay. foresee them just keep playing strong, mm-hmm. keeping it together. They are a well-oiled machine. Yeah, but a very strong contender all year. All year. They've just gelled really well as a group. They kind of know where everyone's at and have made very few mistakes. And and all of their losses that they've had have been hard fought. Like, yes. all of their losses have been really, really close matches. Absolutely. Uh, overall, though, I'm always a Soul Dynasty fan. So Yeah. And they they started turning some stuff around. They, they you know, they had some matches with NYXL where they shut them down pretty hard, and NYXL has consistently played very well. So, you know, I wouldn't count them out. I definitely would keep them in the running I'll for sure. I'll have my jersey on for sure. Absolutely. Oh, you have a jersey? Yes, I have a Soul Dynasty jersey. Oh, that's great. So, yeah. Dan, who do you think will win versus who do you think um, you would like to win? I don't know. I'm Because I'm looking at who's going against whom. Whom? Whom? I said whom. He did. That's the correct one. Yes, he did. That is the correct one. I mean... Oh, gosh. Um... Well, okay, I was rooting for the Uprising, but they did lost today. Yeah. But I was so pumped. Yeah, they, uh, unfortunately, the Boston Uprising is out of the tournament. Uh, they had a, one really solid... Um, complete upset victory and that was that was all that they got which is unfortunate but it is okay but i was really rooting for them it's always fun so okay so can i ask who do we think is the who's the biggest underdog left um of the people that we have mm-hmm. um i think i would i would probably give it to um washington justice is relatively like okay. they play very well but they're also they're not they they can crumble under pressure Otherwise, I'd put Paris Eternal kind of as the underdog this well, year. Well, and you know, I when I was going to answer the who I want to win is Paris Eternal. Um, yeah. So I guess I'll, I'm going to put my money on Paris Eternal. Okay. On both counts? Yes. Okay. Oh. Yes. I'm, you know, I, I like to root for the underdog. I got No you. matter favorite what. Favorite superhero. Yes. And even... Underdog is my favorite superhero, sure. <laughs> and, um, no, and even if, you know, and, and the moment, the moment they start, to, they like, the moment they win everything, I'll hate them internally. You know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah. ah, like that. Yeah. Gotcha. So I just, I just even want, it out. yeah, I just like, I like to see creative plays and I'll, and, uh, you know, necessity is the mother of invention. invention. Mm-hmm. And so I like to see people get maybe a little desperate and try something a little crazy. Nice. Totally. Yeah. That was a good you. answer. Absolutely. Yeah. Personally, I think fun. who I think will win, I also think Fusion's going to take it. I think it'll probably come down to Fusion or San Francisco Shock. And San Francisco Shock has been also really, really strong. But yeah. every time that they've gone up to each other, it's just been a constant push back and forth. And Fusion is just really good at holding out all yeah. the way to the mm-hmm. end. And so it'll just be a battle of who's going to run out of steam first. Um, and I think Fusion will take it. Personally, I'd really like to see NYXL um, do really, really well. I really do like uh, New York Excelsior, and I want to see them succeed. I think they have a really good shot, but I do think um, they've also, they've run into a lot of times where they'll either get really overzealous or they don't know how to shift off of when they're playing something that isn't working, 
and there are too many teams that are good at that and i think if they if they can figure that out they'll be fine otherwise it's gonna hurt them well and, and this season the the team comps are so wildly varying mm-hmm. and so that does not bode well in their favor yes because you could have a lot of wild cards you could have a random Torbjorn, like we yeah. did today, like we saw today. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be so. a lot of playing chess, and they're going to have to be willing to play it, given the way that Absolutely. we've seen it so far. They might have um, to play some Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Yeah. in their chess games. Some so Pokemon it'll cards. be some Pokemon cards. It'll be very, like very exciting. Definitely something to stay tuned um, to because who knows what could happen? Given given what we've seen so far in two days, who knows what could happen? That's right. Now I have a question for you. If I was to say. I'm not well-versed in the Overwatch League. Where would I check out the Overwatch League? Where would you check out the Overwatch yeah, how, League? How would I go about watching it? You could watch it in one of two ways. Um, the the best and primary way of watching it is on YouTube. Okay. That is their streaming service now. It used to be Twitch. It Now this year is YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, if you type in the Overwatch League, you will find it. They post matches um, all the time. Those matches are also saved, so you can go back and watch any of the matches oh. at any point, as well as watch the ones that are live-streamed. Interesting. Um, so that is one way to do it. If if you aren't sure or if you want to check it out a different way, you can go to the Overwatch League website, oh. and you can stream it through YouTube, through awesome. their website. And so those are right. the two ways to check it out. Those are that's exciting. That is exciting. Yeah. And perhaps we should put some links uh, in some of our social media Definitely. to yeah. that as well. Uh, our intern, our on intern that. on that. You guys got good thumbs up. Huh? Sweet Fancy thumbs up. Oh, good. You're so pretty, intern Molly. She is. Um, really so is. yeah, so that's College pretty much credit. what I have to discuss in regards to the league. The big thing being that the playoffs are starting and they are off to a great start. Um, the other thing, we didn't get a chance to talk about it last time, and it is unfortunately over now, but there was the summer event oh. um, for Overwatch. Yes. We got a bunch of new content, new skins, new weekly skins, three really cool weekly skins. Mm-hmm. Um, Lucio Ball came back, it always did. a classic. Lucio Ball. Um, it, I, I love that game My so much. Actress. I am so bad is, at Lucio Ball. It is I am so, so frustrating, but married to Desi so Arnaz. Fun. It is yeah, so, fun. so fun. I am just the worst at it, but we do enjoy enjoy it um and that made me want to ask you guys oh what um what is your favorite event that overwatch does throughout the year oh okay Um, why because they do lots of events they do um you know for various different reasons like every other month yeah i think so more or less they try to keep it you know keep content pretty regularly but yes what are your favorite events um i i guess i'll start things off you could start uh i have two Mm-hmm. Okay. For two very different reasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first one is is the archives event. Yeah, because I enjoy that every year they have included a mission that expands on the lore. I yeah. you get to play wholeheartedly. Agree. Overwatch is very much a game that you don't. There is no campaign. There's no storytelling mm-hmm. really within the core gameplay. Yeah, it's just six v six capture a point, push a payload type stuff, but you don't really get any story. And to play a mission that expands on that, because you got Tracer's first mission, mm-hmm. uh, you got the Black... Uh, it was Black Watch? Black Watch mission. Um, was mm-hmm. is, is really fun and exciting. Yeah. Uh, and I then, love the Black Watch mission. And then the second one is the anniversary event. Yeah. Because the anniversary event allows you to get every any skin from any other event so if you missed out on a Halloween skin in October because you were busy, or a Christmas yeah. like a like a year of the chicken or mm-hmm. rooster skin, yes. or one of the Chinese New Year, yeah, ones, yeah, one of the 
it, you get a chance to kind of redeem that and you get to play it, it just a chance to kind of get the skins that you missed out on yeah, and very often with that too, they'll bring back old game modes. Yes. They'll bring back yes. game modes specific to other events. Like it is, it is a celebration of Overwatch being however many years old. Being like, here you go. Like here's all the content that you mm-hmm. might have missed out on, or that you really liked but you've been missing for a couple months. Like I think that's a really good Absolutely. like way to be like, hey, in case you forgot, Absolutely. we do this too. Yeah, that was very succinct. Thank you. That was very good. Mm-hmm. Every every once in a while, I get it together. Yeah. No, you're. <laughs> oh, stop it. You're great. Um, I agree with the archives event, but yeah. I don't want to copy you. So, oh. but I do have to say, um, the Black Watch mission is my favorite. Oh, it's mm. so fun. I I love the characters in that mm-hmm. specific mission. I love the story that they're telling through it. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I love I love the cinematics. The cinematics the are cinematic. great. Yeah. You feel like you're playing a movie. Yeah. Yes. The music, uh, the voice lines that they have specific oh. to it, really flesh out the characters more than yes. when you're just in the game. I have to say, the voice cast that they have in Overwatch is one of my very favorite Incredible. parts. Do I not they are me some Carolina Rivasa. Carolina Rivasa. She is also a very kind person. Yes. Um, I may or may not have met her. Yes, we, we had have the, all may or may not have met her. We had the pleasure of meeting her, and she is she very is the charming. voice of those who don't know as Sombra, uh, a hacker in the game. And she's lovely. Um, yeah, but they, I mean, they've got, like, crazy talent. Matthew Mercer as McCree, yep. who also does Critical Role, which if you like Critical Role, we have a very talented friend. Yes. We named do. Beth. She is the chalk girl. The chalk the girl. The chalk girl. She is currently working on a lot of, um, she, she has this huge piece with all of uh, Critical Role's The Mighty Nine, like, their yep. whole cast of characters that she has done. Um, as we speak, and it is... If you're I listening mean, to this stunning. in the future, check her out because it'll be done by then. Yeah. It will be done by then, and, and she's is, incredible. Yeah, but you should also look at all of her work. All yes. of her work is insane, but Matthew Mercer being the dungeon master for that campaign that she is doing art for, like I said, as we speak um, right now, um, and it's it's just turning out to be incredible, as are all of her works, mm-hmm. so please check out her stuff. That's totally buy girl. her stuff. It's, it's, it's Everywhere. amazing. It's amazing. It is amazing. Um, but back to the world of Overwatch. Mm-hmm. Um, my favorite event probably has to be the Chinese New Year. Okay. Because the skins they release for the Chinese New Year are always, always just so incredible and well thought out and thoroughly designed and beautiful and fun and... I love the the use of colors, mm-hmm. and I love the music they have for the Chinese New Year, and I love all of the special little background things they do. Um, they have fireworks, and they have just the color red yes. everywhere, and I... I'm sorry for you. Uh, <laughs> it's all good. Red's a hard color for you, and I understand. But no, I... <laughs> yep. But I really do love it. So that's, yeah. that's my favorite event, nice. truly, because I love the theming. I love the atmosphere yeah, of it. Totally. So. Personally, I'm really partial to the Halloween event. Well... I the skins are super cool and very yep. spooky. Um, Junkerstein's Revenge is just a blast to play. Oh, I love that, and the narration um, for that is great. Yeah. yeah, like it's just it's fun. If you like Halloween, and that's one of my favorite times of the year, it is absolutely the perfect Overwatch event for those, like absolutely. for those people. And I just like it's just fun. And I remember that being one that the first time they had it, mm-hmm. I played so much Overwatch within that time frame. Sure. Um, so I will always hold that one in my heart. Aww. What's yeah. everyone's favorite ho- holiday? Just while we're on the topic. 
Because mine is Halloween, and I just want to put that out there. What's everyone's favorite holiday? If you had to pick one. Christmas. Halloween. I'd also say Halloween. Yeah! Oh. Well, two versus one, wow. Mm. Why Christmas? Family come together. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. You just don't like it because it's cold. Yeah. And you have to it, sing a bunch of music. It yeah. is cold. It is cold, and we carol, and you... You old Scrooge! You yeah. sing a bunch of Christmas Scrooge. carols to people. <laughs> Scrooge. Bah humbug. Bah yeah. humbug. Yeah, I'm a spooky guy. So. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I, just, I just wanted to ask. Nice. I just wanted to ask. But yeah, that pretty much wraps up Overwatch in, in regards to what I wanted to discuss today. Um, I also do want to start posting some more like of the details, or at least where you could find the details of some of these character changes, some of the details of what's happening in the Overwatch League. I want to make all of those a reference for people so that they can see that, because we didn't have time to talk about all of them, but they might be interesting to some people. And so if they want to see them, they should know where they can find them. Yeah, so check and out our social media. Posting all of that on, on social media. Twitter. Also, if you have any Instagram. questions, hit us up on our email. We would love to answer any Absolutely. questions you might have. That's right. Tell us what's your favorite event. Tell us what's your favorite event skin. Anything about Overwatch, hit us up. Absolutely. That's right. So now I'm going to gently pass the torch oh, on gosh. over. Oh, gosh. Be careful with the mic. Oh. Be careful. Got it. To my friend. Absolutely, and we're gonna get things started with the C. Coca Cola. Oh, did you have a... oh, he said it. No brand names. No brand names. I mean, uh, pickle soda-based beverage. Cola-based beverage. Yeah. No, the C is comics. It's pickle flavored. That was a bit. I set up a bit. You did you set up a bit. Is. I did. Ah, uh, but it's so, anyways, we're at the comics, and uh, so to get things started, of course, you're gonna be like but, Jim Gaffigan. But Adam, what about the DC fandom? Yeah, the and I'm gonna be like, you know what? You need to check out our special episode to catch all of that. So anything that came from the DC fandom, we talk about in a very special episode that is released separately from this one. Because there's just too much. There's, there's too, much. too much. We don't have all day. There's already so much to talk about mm -hmm. within the world of comics. I just like to talk. Well, yeah, absolutely. We know. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> Silence gotcha. scares yeah. me. <laughs> so what? What? We'll start things off with something we've talked about quite a bit, which mm -hmm. is. They wrapped up with issue six of six of Empire. They mm -hmm. did. Empire has come to an end. A conclusion. We still have some quote unquote aftermath. Yeah, some unanswered questions. That kind of point where things are going to go. But yeah. I think we walked away with some very interesting takes from the Empire storyline. Yeah. We have, uh, I'd say the biggest one is Hawkling coming into his own yeah. and truly stepping up because at the beginning he was a very. Uh, young and I would almost say naive yeah. ruler who yeah. took the mantle as a way of being creating peace. Yeah. But then realizing I think through it that it he has to be the leader. You can't just be there. You yeah. actually have to embody and take control and really be that decisive voice. Yeah. It was he was a very big figurehead in the beginning and they talked about that a lot. Mm -hmm. It's like that was part of his story. They're like, oh, you're just a face for this. Like, you're not actually in charge. And so... A very handsome face. Um, yeah. to, well, it can be any face. Yeah, exactly. You're right. He's half, um, small. He's half Also, we should say, big old spoiler warning. Oh, yeah. Right off the bat. We're going to be talking about some stuff. Yeah, so... Um, but so to see them kind of incorporate into the story mm -hmm. that it's like he had to kind of really come into his own and be like, oh, no, I can't just be the leader i have to be the leader yeah like and what was really great was then i think what played out great in the story was then the juxtaposition of sequoia mm -hmm. the celestial Koi. messiah yeah who went the opposite route yeah who was like was the leader was in charge but then led his people down a very selfish path mm-hmm 
that led to some dark places. Yeah. And to see one rise and one essentially fall in opposition of each other. Yeah. Was a great little storytelling device. Yeah. And a really, really that was a beautiful takeaway. Yeah. No, Thank a you. really like beautiful, compelling mm-hmm. narrative to see, to see a character that for so long had been perceived yes. as a good guy and to see two nations who had always been kind of perceived as bad yeah. to see them flip flop in such a way. Absolutely. You know, um, and to have that narrative be side by side was really, really cool. And it played off of such great tones of parentage and how your parents can influence you one mm-hmm. way or the other. Mm-hmm. And, but not only that, that you can go against what sometimes if you recognize what they are saying is wrong mm-hmm. and to stand up for yourself mm-hmm. it is it is a great story even if you just read the six main issues none yeah. of the tie-ins none yeah. of the tie-ins because you had x-men tie-ins avengers tie-ins mm-hmm. fantastic four tie-ins hulk she hulk tie-ins yeah like uh, everybody everybody oh, had something to say everyone everybody got had there. something to say but but we have the redemption of she hulk mm-hmm. thought she was she came back yeah she came back overcame we had for a minute there we thought i thought black panther was yeah yes but he came back yeah spooked us um, but no. spooked us a little bit uh with black panther we want to send our condolences mm-hmm. to the tragic passing of chadwick boseman Absolutely. Who, who carried that character on the marvel cinema screens yeah and really brought that character to life mm-hmm and no. suffered so stoically, yeah. and that's something that I really think is no. He was he was yeah. a noble leader both on and off screen, absolutely, and was a hero mm-hmm. to many. And so you know, it was it's very sad and very tragic that he passed. And so you know, we send as lovers of comic books and movies and you know all kinds of pop culture, yeah. Yeah. we appreciate everything he's done for all of us and for the rest of the world. Mm-hmm. And so you know. We we send our condolences to Absolutely. him and his loved ones and anyone who may have worked with him. Absolutely. Uh, but with the Avengers, we have the recent release of the Avengers video game. We're not going to talk much about it because yeah. it literally game. dropped. It came out today. Today. So if you're listening to this feature, now you know when the podcast was recorded. And yeah. we just got it, so, so we will be doing a playthrough. We'll yeah. let you know. Yeah, once there we will play be, it, we'll let you know yeah. what we think of it. There will definitely be discussion. But then the other big comic that I want to really hit up is The Three Jokers. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. All right. Again, now that big spoiler one. warning. Right Wee! off the bat. Woo! Like, it's, um, we're going to talk about some stuff. Cause only this... issue one is out right now. Yeah. Yes. As of the recording of this podcast, only issue one. So but it is a meaty book. It is a meaty book. It is a very thick book. Yes. It has a lot of pages. It's dummy thick. Yes. It is two C's. It, it is what? It's dummy thick. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Like, uh, wait, we got punch in here. <laughs> but, um, no, it was it was a really solid read. It's written by, I believe, Jeff Johns. It is I Jeff believe Johns. it is Jeff Johns, yeah. It's written uh, so many stories that I have fallen in love with. Yes. Oh, if... if if Jeff Johns has his name on anything, I mean, it could be a piece of dung, and I'd be like, ah, this oh. is art. Like, oh, wow. That, no, I You're respect... Not gonna You're not going to say poop? You're not going to say poop? Gonna say poop. Gonna say well, dung. that is it! I get it! Ha-ha! He fell for my trap card. No, no I respect... Yu-Gi-Oh Yu-Gi-Oh reference! Woo! Yeah, Yu-Gi-Oh! You Full circle! No, I respect Bobby. his art so much, and yeah. his writing so much, and he's done wonderful things with pretty much every single he's character. So many that I hold near and Avengers, near and Green dear Lantern, Flash, the Justice Society, yeah, Star Girl. Uh, if you like what they're doing with a comic book character, he probably had a hand in it. Absolutely, especially post Rebirth. So, mm-hmm. okay, 
Can we talk about three jokers? No, I was very worried <laughs> yes. about three jokers. Well, no, I mean, obviously yeah. we can talk about it. Mother may I? Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I was very worried about yes. three jokers because I was terrified that they were going to change so the, a character I love so, so much. So the basic premise mm-hmm. is that throughout history in the DC comic book universe, we have lived under the impression that there is one Joker. One Joker. And he's one just one Batman, crazy guy. One Superman that has just existed as long as they've been written. Yeah. And this comic takes that premise and turns it on its head and says, no, there has not been one Joker. The title gives away. There are three to basically coincide with the three very distinct shifts in personality and, and motives yeah. of the Joker. And huge moments, like Joker-wise, for yes. each one. We have the original Joker. I don't remember. The, the, criminal. the criminal. The criminal is the first one, who was about the robbing the banks and poisoning the water. Right. Yeah. Batman's so, like first and, and biggest um, Right. Combatant. Primarily a Batman villain. Yes. The one that we would see in like the original TV show where yes. it was... Holding the Caesar world ransom, Romero. yes, yeah. holding the world ransom for a million dollars type of stuff. Right. We then transition to the second Joker, who was the, the, comedian. the comedian, who that's when we get the Killing Joke. We get and the a Barbara little, Gordon, yep. more of a Barbara Gordon antagonist, and a, yes. a Commissioner Gordon antagonist. Yes, mm. and a little more about the the jokes and the puns and playing. Yeah into the more comedic side of the Joker yeah. character. Little darker than the first one, but not an absolute, like, crazy madman. Which brings us to the third Joker. The clown. Which is the clown. Which is the agent of chaos. Yes. Character. The one that has brought the death of the family. Has yes. specifically brought Jason Todd, Todd. through his entire yes. character yes. arc. that beat Jason Todd. Who was less about the robbing the banks and less about the puns and more about just sowing chaos and disorder within not only society but especially Batman's life. Mm-hmm. The most vi- and the most violent. The Joker. most violent of the yes. three. Yeah. And so very we're, much so. we're given these three characters, and the narrative is told like in the same way that we we talked about who they're to compare with. The story on Batman's side of things focuses on Batman. Um, Batgirl, specifically Barbara Gordon, and Jason Todd. Yes. And so it's very much going to be about their relationship of those three with the three Jokers that have very dramatically affected their lives. Absolutely. Um, and that's how we see this first issue told. Yes. In those comparisons back And we before. see them interact, which I did not think we were going to get to. We've Absolutely. Seen, so the three Jokers were conspiring all together. Yes. And they are three distinct people. They are three distinct people. people. And I wonder, and they made it. In, they made a, a, an implication mm-hmm. that there has maybe maybe been another comedian Joker. Okay. There has maybe been another clown Joker. Yeah. And yeah. That, the way they were speaking to each other. And specifically, and this is where we throw the spoiler warning in for, Meow. is that they they discussed because um, they all get together in some kind of cabin in the woods. Yep. And they all discuss the the possibility of making another Joker. Right. Yes. So, so clearly beyond the fact that we've had these three, that implies that there might've been more yep. that, um, there that many more. Joker iterations we've seen might not be one of these three. It might've been a different one. Um, and that they plan on continuing to make more. Um, and that we almost get kind of this criminal, um, underbelly like this, this 
cult, more or less, of Jokers f- creating other Jokers. Right. Yeah. And I, w- no, I wonder, truly, um, if we read... Oh. Was it Gotham by Gaslight? Yes. Yes. So in that, they had the Pale Man. Yep. Which was almost a supernatural... I mean, it was a supernatural yeah. entity that plagues Gotham. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if this is going to be all, you know, uh, like all a, a cult-type deal, all a crime-type mm-hmm. deal, or if there is a supernatural element to this, which it doesn't necessarily appear so, but we could find out. We're only on book one. Yeah, that's true. So I wonder if there is a overarching, like, Joker, let's call it spirit, like a a ghost of chaos yeah. of such okay. that... I see that. That influences people to go down this path. Absolutely. And so maybe, like, these are the acolytes of that, but there is a... Maybe there's a pure Joker essence. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Or it could just be people trying to pull off a big, uh, hoaxy, you know... Absolutely. ...conspiracy, yeah. and I think that's great, too. Either way, very interesting. Yeah. We definitely started in a place that Lee... That wants us wanting more. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. I want to know more. Want to see the next book, want to read the next book, and see how this story unfolds. And specifically, they leave us with a pretty big reason right up at the end. Oh, right at of the end. Wanting oh, to my check gosh. out more. Um, again, crazy. spoiler I warning. The book. Woo! Um, Jason Todd kills one of the Jokers, specifically the clown. It is the, the clown. one that tortured him. Um, it's the one this... that killed him. He shot yes. him in the head. Yes. Um, and it is, you see it. Very dramatic. Yeah. Batgirl does attempt to stop him, but it might be implied that she wasn't too, like, she wasn't too opposed to the idea of him not being there. There's an implication that he's like, uh, Barbara, like, you know, you threw a battering to stop me and you missed. When's the last time you missed? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so it's, there's going to be some very emotional and very heavy stuff coming from this. And I think this plays into a larger thing within Jeff John's writing is that it's not about the powers it's not about the costumes it's about the care the people with inside yeah and yes. playing off of the personalities and their motives and how they play off of one another right mm-hmm. because at the end of the day even if they are inhuman or super or subhuman they're still human yes yeah. you know and, and that's and, great and, you and know, the and stories we connect most with are the ones that we can share a human experience with. Absolutely. Right? And that they are indeed stories. That yes. like, yeah, you know, we when we pick up an issue of The Flash, we expect The Flash to be in it every single time, but it's what is happening to The Flash is mm-hmm. what brings us to the comic. Um, you know, it's not like these stories are just a Monster of the Week type deal. Um, as they were traditionally, people want a little more out of them, so you yeah, have right. to tell a more compelling story. Absolutely. And, Absolutely. and Jeff Johns has always... And we, Always been. And we have hit another compelling story. Yes. So, oh, I am quite compelled. I will. I will. I, this actually brings me to uh, a question I have for the two of you. Oh Ooh. boy! You thought you thought you two were the only okay. questions. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm terrified. As one of the things that I have noticed is, we read a lot of comics. We do collectively. Yes. If I didn't read comics, if you were to recommend. A book, a current book, maybe an older trade paperback that I could go find. Okay. What would be a book recommendation you would recommend to someone who may not have been reading comics for their entire life? What What's a story they should check out that they might might intrigue them, and why? All right. Okay. All Take right. a second. Think about that. I'll keep going. Okay. Because while you think about that, I want to let our listeners know that also 
in the world of comics and TV, The Boys Season 2 has started, which is based off of a comic book, of course. And uh, it is a very mature TV show, so uh, don't let the little ones watch it. And they <laughs> certainly certainly show some stuff. But if you are inter- if you have been paying attention, uh, it is on the Amazon Prime video. There's a whole se- season two is fully released. Mm-hmm. If you have that subscription, yep. you can binge through all of it. All of it. It is which we have to do soon. By yeah, the way. Yes. Oh, don't um, worry, because we, we got to talk about it. We got to talk um, about it. But it it looks like it's gonna be because season one was awesome. Season one yeah. was great, and it looks like it's going to keep going. Where you was. know continue with that greatness. Absolutely. So I cannot wait to see what season two has in store. Absolutely. Okay, so... All right. Okay, so All right. so it could be a current book that is coming out. Sure. It could be uh, a story you have read in the past that someone could go and check out. But what would you recommend? I'll All right. Read, I'll let the floor to you. So, if, if someone wanted to potentially get into a comic book type deal, mm-hmm. right? Um, me, personally, I hate open-ended stories in the fact that I'm like, oh, well, now I'm committed and now I have to... Okay. You know, yeah. uh, con- continue with this. Because I read Naruto, I read it for years, and so for ten years I would wait every week to read the next one. And right. that, that gets to be a lot. So yeah. if I was going to suggest something to someone that they could read, it would be done after they read it, mm-hmm. I would suggest V for Vendetta. Huh? Yeah. I read that when I was in high school. Okay. I read the graphic novel, and it's, it's complete, it's succinct, it tells it is, it a beautiful a story. story. Yeah. Full story, and it is... There are so many twists and turns, yep. but I think that would be a gate, a great gateway okay. into appreciation for comic books. Interesting. Yeah. Um, what, what age range would you recommend to read that yeah. for? To read that? Oh, definitely, definitely teen and up. Okay. Um, and, you know, I was kind of a dark teen, but <laughs> it's, and it's kind of, it's, it's a heavy, it's a heavy read. Yeah, absolutely. But... A you know, but I'm I'm assuming you're an adult and you you want to read these things, but you don't want to get you know it's there's a lot of comic books and there's a lot of there are places to go and a lot of things to to read, mm-hmm. and so if you are looking to just wet your feet a little, like if you're looking to dip a toe, I suggest V for Vendetta. Okay, okay. Um, in a relatively similar vein, oh. like in regards oh. to the age range. Okay. Um, but mine is a little more open ended. You have to commit to mm-hmm. this series a little more but i like the minute i picked up the first issue i had i knew right away i'm like i gotta read all of this because i knew it was something very different um and it's a little more superhero-y um than v for vendetta um was invincible oh um it is done by image comics Mm -hmm. so it is not marvel or dc um, it tells the story of a boy who finds out that his dad... Well, I mean, he knew that his dad was a big superhero, but he one day figures out that he has the same powers as his dad. Yeah. So he decides that he wants to do the same thing. He wants to be a, to- you know, he wants to be a superhero. He decides to get um, involved in that lifestyle. In a similar way to Spider-Man, um, it's, it's less about him being a superhero and more about the issues of being a teenager who's still dealing with school and relationships and homework yeah and also trying to be a superhero and protect people um it's a very very interesting story that focuses a lot more on the lifestyle of being superheroes as opposed to just being a superhero sure you still get that action but it's you know you get to see a lot more of like a day-to-day yeah like how it affects his sleep you know schedule Mm -hmm. like how 
you know, how it affects his schoolwork and how, you know, people respond to that. Um, you get some really big twists right out the gate with this story. And it is super compelling. If you just picked up like the first volume, the first book of it and read that, I promise you'll want to read the rest of it. Um, I'm totally blanking on the name of the author for it. It's this it is Robert Kirkman. Robert Kirkman. Robert that's Kirkman. Right. And as a side note, Robert Kirkman is the creator of also Walking Dead. Yes. Walking Dead. That's he right. Is, he, there is, he has this incredible ability to hit you with plot twists all the time. And just when you think you know that like there's nothing else he could do with the series, he throws another thing at you. And he was writing these two relatively like side by side and doing the same thing yep. in both with that and The Walking Dead. He has, he has a great sense of long-term storytelling. Yes. So it's not just a three-issue arc, but something that happens early on in the mm -hmm. first couple issues. We'll come back in issue 50, issue 100, yeah. which is mm -hmm. so compelling for us as readers to get that reassert, to almost get that payoff. Like yeah. buying yeah. in and staying committed to it that they have crafted something that is so long-term that rewards you for being a long-term reader. Yeah, and, you know, and the character very much, the the main character, Invincible himself, very much um, is to be kind of a, like, focal point for the reader. And so a lot of what he witnesses, a lot of his, like, thoughts and exclamations on things are you, like, sitting there being like, oh, yeah, I didn't, you know, I never thought about that. Or, yeah, that makes sense. Like, mm -hmm. that absolutely would be what superheroes would be thinking about this the mm -hmm. first time they have to deal with it. Um, and it's super compelling. I love it so much. Like I said, I I bought, I spent so much money on that series when I started reading it. It is incredible. Oh, I understand that. So yeah. that is my recommendation. All right. Nice. Beautiful. Well, thank you. Mine so, would yes, actually be something we talked about a few episodes ago that I think as you talked about uh, a serial story, so a condensed mm -hmm. story, you talked about something that has wrapped up. Mm -hmm. uh, something I'm going to then take the stance of something that is ongoing. Okay. Uh, is any of the X-Men books. Oh, yeah. I yeah. cannot impart. I say that in the fact that it, all of them started at issue one, whether it's X-Men, X-Force, uh, Fallen Angels... Uh, Wolverine even yeah. have all started relatively recently within the past I think it was January, February yeah so you can easily hunt down single issues yeah. but it is a great way if you are interested in wanting to go down this comic book journey that I have been on for <laughs> a long time uh, you can jump on and you can find those issues or find a trade paperback and then get invested in these characters and know there is a longer story telling. Yeah. With that, because all of these stories are about to hit a big speed bump in the future, mm -hmm. in the next month, actually, yeah. we're going to hit the Ten of Swords. Ten of yeah. Swords. So we started off with the Dawn of X, with the House of X and the Powers of X, mm -hmm. and now we have entered these serial issues. Yeah. And I love that excitement of every month getting the next chapter. Yeah. Whereas someone whose favorite TV show airs every Monday night or whatever, they know on Mondays I get to see a new episode. With right. comic books, you know on that, whatever, the second Wednesday of the month, you can go get another issue and yeah. see that next chapter and watch these characters grow and shift and change. Mm -hmm. So Absolutely. I would recommend any of the X-Men books. Yeah. Any of them. Yes. And each one tells a different story in a different way 
if you are unsure, please reach out. I will gladly send you an email back. Yeah. Where so can they email you? They can email me at letters to pad at gmail.com. That is the number two. So letters to pad at gmail.com. And if you have any questions, because each one is truly different. Mm-hmm. So uh, there's one last comic book thing. Yes, sir. It is yes. Launching off of this X-Men talk is most recently we saw in the theaters. We did we in the theaters. finally got, got to go back, back to, to the, the movie. Oh, we went nice. back and we saw New Mutants. The yes. New Mutants. Now, is it the greatest X-Men movie? No. Arguably, no. No, yes. no, no, no. But it's hard because there are such classics, in my opinion, as Logan... Yeah. X-Men 2. X-2. Yeah. We, unfortunately, for New Mutants, the bar has, has been, been set, set so freaking oh, high. So high. But also in that same vein, the bar is set very low for it being a bad. Yeah. X-Men X-3. Movie. And this is not. You have X-3, X-Men, or Wolverine Origins. Oh, boy. Yeah. That are, are really hard to watch. Mm-hmm. But this one, I found it, and we're going to spoil some stuff, so wee-oo, but yeah, if you like X-Men, you like um, Mutants, I think this is a good movie. I oh, agree. I, As a fan of the new Mutants for so long, I got everything that I was hoping to get out of this movie from this movie. Nice. Like, you know, I it, it checked all the boxes for me. So, like, again, was it the greatest? Like, no. Because we, cause, I mean, we have Logan. We yeah. have X2. We have these movies that... Like, Days I'd even put past. First Class and Days of Future Past yeah, up there, yes. too. Like, just, we have such brilliant, like, pieces of cinema, and, and it's just so hard to compare. Yeah. Um, but that's okay, because, again, we've also had some trash ones. So I think it falls very nicely in, like, really solid superhero yeah. and X-Men movies. Um, and, like, and so it, it did everything that I was hoping. I got to see all of my favorite characters. Visually, I got to see them have really cool moments. I got to mm-hmm. see them portrayed excellently by the very talented cast. Like so, I got I got what I came cast. for. I w- yeah, what right. I paid my ticket like for. That's exactly what I got out. Nice. Absolutely. Um, I also I really enjoyed. There could have been more, but I really enjoyed the horror elements yeah. of this movie. I think it's um, one of the places where, for me, yeah, it could have done more. Yeah, I understand that, and I and I get that. Um. You know, I imagine they're trying not to alienate the kid mm-hmm. audience, the family audience. Sure. Uh, and they don't want to go full horror. And yeah. I understand that. But I did, I, it, let's call it spooky. Yeah. It was, there were a lot of very spooky, spooky. things. Right. Yeah. And I appreciated it very much mm-hmm. just as a spooky fan, as um, just the, the visual representation mm-hmm. of some of Moonstar's powers. Yeah. Yes. I loved, uh, and so, and Magic's powers, I loved just some of the, the way in which they did things and, and showed them. Um, definitely a very solid movie. Yeah. You know, is it going to change the world? Probably not. Probably not. But, but is, if it, is it the Dark Knight? No. I think, yeah. I think one of the other issues with it is it is the, it is the, it is the period on the Fox X-Men movie franchise. Yes. Yeah. And it, I think if it had been able to fit into that better like we knew it was going to carry on we knew it was i think it was more like a here 
is this complete thing just enjoy mm-hmm. it's not going to yeah. play into we're not gonna i don't think we're gonna get a new mutants no. too i don't no, think i don't we're gonna in the next x-men movie whatever it is we're gonna see these characters necessarily show up in the way that we've seen them right right exactly i think yeah and i think like what's what's unfortunate is just given some of the circumstances of what happened in the course of trying mm-hmm. to film it i yes. mean there were reshoots like crazy there were delays like mm-hmm. multiple times right um before before there was even all the COVID 19 delays with filming yes. they had to deal with who owned the rights to fox yes. and so like that pushed back their movie yep. and so like in addition to, like, not being able, like, it passing too many hands and, like, and just, the, you know, too many cooks in the kitchen for it, it also was starting to build a hype because of how long it was taking for it. So I think that might have hurt its case a little bit, is that sure. a lot of people went in thinking it was going to be a little more than it ended up being. Um, but it was a very serviceable movie. Yes. I would, I would highly recommend seeing it. Yeah, absolutely. if you were interested before, like, go check it out. Yeah, um, absolutely. Because it is, it is a really good watch. Um, it's a really solid movie. It's also, like, it is short and sweet. Like, it doesn't yeah. try to... Yes. Um, it's only 94 minutes? Yeah. 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 It doesn't so, try to go any longer. It moves at a decent pace. It does. There's never... I, I never found a moment where I was, like, sitting there and, like, I... With the realization that I've been sitting there for so long. Yeah. Sure. Or um, one wanting something to speed up. Like it was. It was definitely the period. Yes. On this and not the yeah and not the exclamation point, yeah, the exclamation point which, yeah. which is a bummer. But that's okay. I mean, yeah, and that's okay. okay. And it's still it is still a solid movie. Like I yes. said, I very much enjoyed what I got. Um, you know, I could get really nitpicky with it, but mm-hmm. I could get nitpicky with anything. Yeah. Um, and um, there were there were some moments where I was like, oh, okay, but like. In regards to, like, the characters, I think that was the thing I was the most worried about is the portrayal of, you know, this cast of characters that I hold very dear in the X-Men universe. They were great. Like, the cast was very, very good and did an excellent job um, at bringing those characters to life, at least for me. Sure, yeah. yeah. Um, No, I agree. And so... I will take points off because no Mr. Sinister. This is the third time this they is like have the eighth time. But I think, wow. I think yeah. that's one of the things that suffered from this sure. shift of Fox to Disney thing that as opposed to building in almost a Thanos kind of way, which they had been doing, keep dropping this Essex Corp. Essex Corp. Essex Corp type stuff. Yeah. I think just that's there. the biggest thing that got hurt by it. Absolutely. Yeah. I agree. As, as opposed to building what I see as, like, this big reveal of right. Mr. Sinister, we, a we, get, we get left with this open thread that we may never, ever... Will never close. culminate, yeah. Yeah, and that is a bummer, because, again, like, you know, like, I know that there were, like, three, like, really big cheeses, but I'm like, they've been hinting at it forever. Forever, And they yes. just never wanted to, like, eh, like, they yeah. never wanted to do it. No. And now it's unfortunately... Just do Mr. Sinister. Now it's yeah. unfortunately... Come too on. That is to it. say that we couldn't get him do now it. that Marvel owns the property. If I grew a goatee, I could be Mr. Sinister. Do it. Yeah. Do it. But do it. Do the Sinister. Do the Sinister. I love you, Jenny. <laughs> I love you, X-Men. Um, I love you, Sinister. <laughs> but no. Great movie. Definitely recommend checking it out. Yes. Awesome. All so right. I think that wraps up our comic section. Absolutely. Yes. We have covered books, TV, and movies. That's right. Within one. Within one. Yes. One. All right. Just yes. like we encompassed in this one podcast, Pokemon. Pokemon Overwatch and comics. Yes, You're going to we say did. it with me. Why did I, I say I, over? No, I, I like over because oh. you have such a great speaking voice. Oh, thank you. Mine I, is not I as try. great. 
Uh, I think I sound kind of sleepy sometimes. But as <laughs> always, this has been Peyton, Adam, and Dan yeah. discussing Woo! Pokemon, Overwatch, and comics. Yeah. Pad on Pop. Like, comment, and subscribe, and check out the Chalk Girl. Do it. Do yeah. it. For real. Also, hit yeah. us up. Send us questions. We Send us questions. We'll Contact answer them. Us. Yeah. You, see, you hear that. I almost said you see that, but this you is, see that? No, but we're, we're learning. We're, we're learning. learning. It's audio. We're, we're growing. All right. Well, thank you so much, everyone, for checking us out. We hope to get back to you soon. Bye. Bye.